to Abnormal Japan, a podcast based in Tokyo. We share all about our life in Japan while diving into abnormal topics. You can find our episodes on all major platforms as well as Podbean, YouTube, and Spoon Radio. Stay updated by following Abnormal Japan on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Check out the blog site for more topic context. All the links will be in the description. Everyone, thanks for joining. You're listening to the Abnormal Japan podcast. I'm your host, Bree, an Afro Latina American from Houston, Texas. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm a content creator and a kick ass housewife. And here with me is my partner and co host. What's up? I'm Ashish, South Asian American from Denver, but Houston for life, always, always. Uh, pronouns are he, they, and I'm an English teacher and writer. Cool. All right, so today's episode, we will discuss fat phobia in Japan, shopping for bigger sizes, and staying confident. Because this country, they love their small sizes. This is very true. So, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Um, if that makes you uncomfortable in any kind of way, you know, content warning. So, yeah. This is not for people who are sensitive about the topic in the sense of you think bigger people are the problem yes 100 a safe space for people who don't fit the standard right 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 so they can get information about how we shop in japan because i know before i moved here and even while living here the information is kind of scarce and yeah so i just want to help people out who want to know more of this information and no unsolicited advice for I, sure, for sure. I don't need any diet tips. Any. Oh my God, please. Can we not do the diet tips? Like, yes. No, no, so no, no. Go away keep that, that to yourself. If you have to say something, you know, just, I don't want to hear it. That's all. Right. All bodies are welcome here. Exactly. So I wanted to start off by talking about some of our sizing so people can kind of get the understanding of what we're going to talk about later, because okay. we are going to mention some sizes later on. So you can kind of have a, I guess, a picture because the sizes in the U.S. are different from Japan. Mm-hmm. So do you want to go first? Sure. So I'm about 5'11", height-wise. Um, I don't know, like, what my size would be. So I guess, like, kind of thick, you know? Um, I got a little belly. You know, I got a little thighs. <laughs> so, uh yeah, I got, um, I have some meat to work with, you know, um, I don't know my leg length, which is apparently a thing here. Like if you know your, your like, leg length. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. In Japan, I've noticed when you buy pants, you should uh, know okay. your leg length, like the length of your, mm. from your heel to your inseam or sometimes from your heel to your hip. It really yeah. depends because that'll change the length of the pant that you're working with. Okay. I don't know that. But yeah, in the States, I range from like 30, no, not 38. I mean, you don't have to say numbers, just your average. Yeah, okay. So, cause like numbers are different with everything. Yeah. So I was and to and that I understand out. that like, we don't have to go that far. Just all say right, like, right. are you normally a large, extra large? You so know. definitely large in pants, um, comfortably okay. XL, sometimes double X for shirts. It's L, X and double as well. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. So. For me, I tend to wear um, what they call female clothes or women's clothes. I hate gendered clothing, but that's it's, what I it's stick annoying to. for sure. Yeah, that's what I stick to. I do buy some like uh, men's clothes occasionally just because we'll talk about that because Japan, um, the sizes are smaller. Right. But we'll, we'll get into that. For in sure. the States, I normally range from like a large to XL for my mm. bottoms. Um and for sure it's anywhere from a medium to XL. So okay, okay. I'm not the, like, on a really big scale. I'm more kind of like the front end of plus size okay. is what they call in the States. And I am tall for a chick, um, 5'7". I think that's average, but apparently that's tall. And after I moved to Japan, that's definitely <laughs> tall. Like, I'm as tall as the yeah, dudes yeah. here. And I am curvy. I have the hips. It's all there. So finding clothes has been a little difficult moving here. Right. And I think one thing that um, if you're going to move here, you should definitely keep in mind that 
people's frames are different regardless of like where you live so like in japan a lot of things are designed around generally shorter people or smaller people like body frame wise so like alleys you know shops everything and that also translates to clothes like you can think a street and a building and this all looks good but then that also means that you know clothing is going to be very different yeah and i even noticed like with seats like seats are smaller i hate that like when we go on the bus and we try to fit it in like the back where there's like uh, little benches and they're facing forward those are the smallest seats in the freaking world i'm just right. like i i'm not that giant am i like no, another thing is kitchen sinks like this the mm. kitchen sink is the worst oh because it's to, low yeah it's mm-hmm. it's just low enough to where i kind of have to bend my knees so i don't like bust my lower back yeah so it, as yeah. you can tell things are smaller and no hate to the to japan it's just we're tall people we're curvy you know thick people so right we just take we, we notice these things after moving here So I wanted to talk about the things that we prepped before moving to Japan, because I have heard some things. People kept saying, you know, if you're around these sizes, make sure you bring this type of clothes and, you know, yada, yada, you know, all that stuff. So uh, would you like to share what you focused on, like making sure that you brought to Japan? Yeah. So when we were coming here, uh, we didn't have that much time to prep. It was literally like got the call go so uh i remember (laughs) thinking what am i gonna bring for like a teaching profession so i remember thinking okay i can get you know basic work shirts you know walmart whatever but i need to have shirts underneath those so that i can reuse the work shirts you know what i'm saying like yeah so undershirts underwear um socks was another big thing so those i prepped for sure because i just didn't trust finding them in a store like i didn't want to have to you know like i don't want to have to run around and try to find underwear like Mm, that's not especially like in your first couple weeks right and i didn't know the language like that much at all so it was jeez so yeah underclothes for sure and then shoes because shoe sizes are another thing i did want to talk about okay yeah um so for me i pretty much just brought all types of clothes just because i just felt very uncomfortable with I don't know. I've heard some things. So I was like, you know what? Let me just bring all types of clothes. So I brought, you know, your underclothing, like your bras, your underwear, you know, your spandex, whatever, tights, and even active clothing. So if I wanted to, like, be, you know, my fitness little self or whatever, <laughs> whatever. And then um, I brought pants for sure. I brought pants because even in the States, I had mm-hmm. I didn't have a terrible time finding clothes, but I definitely had to have that like plus size section. And some stores were kind of stingy with that. And then I definitely brought shoes. Right. And so I just didn't... bought a whole new wardrobe. <laughs> I mean, you did what you had to. Even uh, recently when Nike released their plus size mannequins and their plus size like fitness line, mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing does not happen very often here. Or le- maybe it does. I just might not have seen it. Um. Yeah, we'll but... talk about different stores that have, um, you know, bigger sizes, but right. it's definitely not on the level of the States. Right. And, uh, and I remember you mentioned activewear. I was thinking like, you know. I wanted to get some active shirts when we were here, but I just couldn't like find them. So I, mm. I remember thinking like, you know, I'm just going to focus on work. So I, when you said, you know, active wear and like you brought all kinds of clothes, you know, that's actually really good that you were able to do that for sure. Yeah. Um, I know for you, since you had a job lined up, I, it makes sense why you would focus on work clothes. Um, for me, I was coming mainly for travel And so I just wanted overall, you know, comfortable clothing and clothing that I can kind of be active in because I knew I was going to walk a lot. Right. You want to rotate things out. Yeah. So after moving here, I did notice, okay, there were some things I should have brought or should have focused more. So did you notice any of that on your end? Um, I did, but I'm going to let you go first on this one because I have a, a unique situation. Okay. So for me... I did bring a lot of clothes um, and kind of context behind that. I was a barista before I moved to Japan. So I only really wore 
work clothes and like it was usually just black clothing I was just trying to collect my coin I didn't really care and right before I moved to Japan I was like okay you know I want to like a fashion sense so that's why I bought all that clothes but I feel like I kind of overdid it and I would have if I could go back I would focus on more underclothing like whatever underwear you think you need bring like double that double triple like just bring all the underwear especially if you have the hips and the butt like if you have all that beautiful cushion bring your underclothing especially if you have like a bigger top area get all that stuff i would also recommend active clothing um not necessarily for like working out but just to like walk around here because unless if you're gonna get a car right right when you get here yeah i do know a couple people who applied for their driver's license and got one so it does happen but if you're gonna be walking around i feel you yeah not a lot of people drive here and for our case i was like i mean japan is the land of like trains and buses why would i so i knew i was gonna do a lot of walking like to probably get to the station or go to stores And I will say something about American clothing is that I guess it's more synthetic. And so I sweat more in them. Really? Yeah. So you're saying you've noticed a difference? Yes. Like some of the clothes I bought in the States, when I wear it here, because Japan is so humid, it's like after I bought some clothes here, I've noticed they make their clothes differently. So what would you say are like the main differences? So you said like you know synthetic fibers or natural fibers like what like what about it makes you sweat when you're in like american clothes i think the american clothes has like more spandex you know and that elastic uh, that elastic doesn't really breathe oh so you're saying like it keeps heat inside yeah exactly especially for like humid environments where you need your clothes to like you know dry quickly so I just wouldn't bring too much clothes if you can fit in some of the sizes here. If not, just make sure you're not bringing clothes that like literally you can't sweat in because you're going to okay. sweat when you're in Japan. Yeah, that is a very good point. I So on my side, I wasn't considering the fact that this is an island and islands inherently get humid. Um, yeah, Houston is not nearly as humid as it is in the summers here. And I don't think I was really prepared for that aspect of summer Uh, when you mentioned breathable clothing that really struck a chord with me because you know Mm. I had underwear like I had exercise underwear and like regular underwear whatever so that was fine but definitely tops and like you know walking shorts or like pants that you can traverse the landscapes in like you can ride a bike or you can walk you know something you can move in I wish I had more of those. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe, I like, if given more time, I would have gotten more. But with the time we had, it was definitely like, okay, get work shit. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. And especially with the walking thing, too. Like, I was not expecting to walk as much as we do. Yeah. It's not, like, that terrible, y'all. It's not like we're walking hours on end. But it was a different uh, feeling. And... It was different it's an from our sure. yeah. It was different from our usual, and that's just something I've noticed. Another thing I would say is if you have a certain style or aesthetic that you like, try to get that in your country before you come. Because if you are um, a person who wears bigger sizes, the clothing you can get here is usually plain. It's kind of the deal in the states too. Like the bigger the size, the plainer it is, and it's. I hate that. Right. Because it's like, hold on, you know, bigger people, we like, you know, we like style too. Like that's, you know, that's exactly. But I will say the States is more forgiving when it comes to sizing. So you can probably find more of your aesthetic. True. true. Um, Because once you get here and if you plan on buying clothes here, you know, you're going to get the solid shirts and the plain cuts and you know right you're gonna get the occasional like bright colors but yeah a lot of the fashion sense here is also very different so i think that is something to keep in mind too like you were saying aesthetic you know if you got a look and you want to bring that look you better bring the look you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) don't don't expect to get it here because also shipping and imports that's another like thing if you want to buy clothes and bring it true you know 
All right, so how easy was it for you to shop for bigger sizes in Japan? So being male-bodied, it's a lot easier. Like okay. 100% it's a lot easier. Mm. Um, there is a, I guess, like an upsurge in larger men's fashion and aesthetics. Um, mm. One, to cater for the upcoming tourists and like uh, the Olympics and stuff like that. So people and companies in general are making a concerted effort to at least recognize that there are larger sizes more than just L like <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So um it has been easier even in the 2 years we've been living here it's gotten easier. That's true. Over time. Um, I think we're in this interesting period of time in Japan where it's literally changing because yeah it's when, changing like right in front of our eyes. Yeah, when a country pre- preps for an Olympics they do a lot, especially Japan, because they love impressing people and they love hosting people to like their utmost comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you sure, know, sure. so because they really put that effort, it does seem like, you know, we're seeing like so many changes. Mm-hmm. Like even how we mentioned there's more English now, like I can go on certain websites to shop and there's more English. Like, yeah, even just recognizing that. Um, So, yeah, finding clothes has been Mm, I don't want to say easy. It's been easier. But yeah, again, being male-bodied, like there are larger sizes available. And also uh, thrift stores where a lot of foreign people will actually, you know, resell their clothes. So that yeah, is the thing. True. Thrift stores will always have bigger sizes. Mm. So for me, it's been the opposite. It's actually yeah. been very difficult. Um, and it's... It's weird because even in the States, I'm not seen as that large. Like I said, I'm kind of at the beginning sizes, the first few sizes of plus size. So I can generally find anything I need to in the States. But when I got here, it was like I was probably like the last size. So that just made me think like, okay, so what if you are bigger than the sizes that I am. Then does right. that mean you just don't have options? And that's not necessarily true. There are other stores. But when you first get here, you know, you just look at everything. You're like, wow, like this is a first feeling of like not being able to buy something in the store. Yeah, it can definitely be a significant experience, especially like if you're going into Central or like when you land, you're like, oh my God, let me like look around and all you see is like, fairly skinny people like you know yeah that can be um that can be kind of bad it it was just weird um so for me shirts aren't really that big of a problem because i'm not big chested and so i can usually fit um an l or xl and i know online for most stores here you can get a double x and triple x for women here but it's always online it's never in the store and they usually just carry large if you're lucky xl so shirts i'm fine and especially since in japan a lot of women's t-shirts are very loose and they're like blossomed they're kind of oversized oh yeah that's so i feel like if it was a like fitted shirt i probably would not be able to fit this the shirts but since they wear oversized it works out pants oh gosh it's like if they sell an xl maybe it cannot be tailored it has to be like a stretchy type pant right and that's not really really common um so i definitely have to get like online for pants so would you say that the the styles that do cater to larger sizes, like the uh, the double L, so that's like extra large or like mm-hmm. double X. Do they, are they the same? What am I trying to say? Do the styles that carry the larger sizes like LL, so like XL and double X, do they have the same selection online? Not all, no. Like if let's say um, I go on a site and I want a double X of whatever, it's only a select few. And that's where I was talking about earlier how a lot of bigger clothes here, it's very plain. It's usually like the solid colors or mm. the very um covered up and modest clothing, you know, because Japan is also very modest. So you're kind of looking like, 
I don't know. Kind of plain. Like, it's yeah, it's very, like, earth tone, you know. And there's nothing wrong with earth, earth tones. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's just muted colors. It's, like, yeah. grays, you know, um, forest greens, navy blues, blacks. And the bright colors are usually pastel. So it's not, like, hyper-stimulating. It's not, exactly. like, you know, neon Under Armour t-shirts or whatever. Like Yeah, and they praise, especially for women here, to be very small. Like, that is what they do they go crazy yeah well we'll get into that i hate using that word my bad they go like they they're very serious about being small so they'll do anything to stay that small so that also kind of contributes to what they think is the range for women here so i did want to talk about places that sell bigger sizes um so first off online is the best even in japanese stores if for sure, for sure. You see something, see if they have an online store, see if they sell bigger sizes. And I would just kind of like take note of what you like and then just go online or just shop online in general. Like don't yeah, even go to the store. It's really cool, especially in Japan where you have cash on delivery. True. Like I mean I mean that's that's pretty easy. But so some stores would be Uniqlo. Oh yeah, I love Uniqlo. Yeah, it's like red sign, white letters. Um, a lot of people know what that is. It's even in the States. Apparently. Mm-hmm. That I will say Uniqlo is very plain. It's just like yeah. basic <laughs> garments. It's practical for sure. Very practical, very Kohl's, Sear, Sears vibes, but like it's higher quality fabric. Right. It's like very adult chic. You yeah. Know yeah. Like, yeah, I get you. Um, and it's, it's kind of like medium price. But they do sell, they often sell extra large in their stores. And then online they go, for women's it's like double X and triple X. And then for men's, I think it goes up to 5X now. Yeah, and uh, what's wild too is like Mm -hmm. Uniqlo USA, their store selection is also different. So if you're in the States, check out Uniqlo USA, see if like you find anything interesting. And then maybe compare, like if you're thinking of coming to Japan, compare the two sites, you know, you never know. Like, yeah. there might be something interesting on the USA store that might fit the climate and whatever of here, too. Yeah, maybe. And then there's also GU. Um, It's kind of like a navy blue yellow sign. Right, right. Um, Yeah, they, they're they similar to Uniqlo, but they have a little a little extra to them, you know? They're a little, a little spicy. Yeah, they have a little bit more graphic tees and... Oh, for sure. Um, different, uh, what is it called? sewing styles you know it's not just a plain shirt it may have like a different cut to it oh, okay so they do different stuff with the material yeah and i also noticed they sell a lot of oversized stuff like for their uh jumpers like their one pieces their pants their skirts even their sweats um it's actually i can go down a size here because they sell oversized so i kind of like gu especially because it's not as plain as uniqlo yeah and i think gu does like interesting things with their um their sales too so Mm -hmm. that's another thing if you catch a good gu sale that's hard to beat (laughs) i'm just saying like if you if you're out here hit a gu sale yeah and then some other ones i did see online this may be helpful for anyone who's listening um, if you're looking for work clothes, uh, mm-hmm. Nissan apparently is really good for larger sizes. Um, Isitan Super Men's What's is the, like a department store. It's like a store you can go into that's in a department. So like it's just a men's clothes store? Yeah, it's like large sizes for men's. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Interesting. And then there's Aoki. Okay. Right? Is that how you pronounce that? That's right. A-O-K-I. Aoki. 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 Which is also work clothing. It's a lot okay. of men's clothing, but you can get like tailored suits and business clothing there and they have larger sizes. That's useful. That's useful to know. Yeah. And then uh, Sakazen mm-hmm. is like casual men's. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they sell up to 6L. Whoa. If I can remember. Interesting. And all of these stores are very like if they're physical locations, it's like a it's kind of off to the side. It's not usually found within the same store. So that's kind of 
where I kind of feel weird about Japan, it's like, it feels kind of shameful. It's like, oh, if you're a larger size, you have to go to the separate oh, building. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's so weird because in the States, you would just... You just go to the same place. Yeah, you just go to Target and then you may like go to a specific section. Right, but, right. but it's still the same Target. Like, it's Yeah, it's not... still the same building. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. I and... haven't seen these names like Nissan. I might have seen Isetan, but Aoki's the only one I've seen. So I know yeah. what you mean. Like, it's kind of... It's, it's hard to find. It's weird, but I kind of understand because I just think that when Japan first made these stores, they didn't really have that need. And now that there's a need, so they probably thought, okay, let's just make a building. But now I'm starting to notice, okay, you got a lot of, you know, large store buildings. So I think they might merge them in the future. Hopefully. Yeah. That's just weird. Yeah. And then for like, for people who are very trendy, um, pun, yes. Punyas. I don't know. I, I hope I I've didn't butcher Alki. that. I don't know how to say most of these names. Um, that one is from I think what's her name? That Na- Naomi Watanabe. Watanabe. Oh, Watanabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah, yeah. she's like a famous. Um. Oh my God! I keep saying um. I'm so sorry. She's a famous maybe? like plus size model here. Oh, okay, so yeah. she does modeling in the plus size industry. Yes, and that's like her oh. brand. And if you really like the streetwear and you want to be looking cute while also wearing larger sizes, that's the place to go. It okay. is kind of pricey though, so watch out. I did want to mention earlier, like along with all of these, definitely thrift stores. If you're in the Tokyo area, uh, I think, I think the station is Shimokita Zawa. I believe that could be the one we went there like once, but yeah, thrift stores, mm. you can get like different things there. They have like unique looks. So I don't know. True. I just find that they're also pretty pricey because they like, oh, you know, it's kind of a hipster thing where it's like, oh, this is so oh, unique. That is true. So you can, but you're going to be paying a pretty penny. That's true. I just remember we didn't actually buy anything. I was like, I don't know about paying like $40 for this like jeans. Yeah. Um. Something else actually is if you're near military base, uh, we've went to one before. But the closer you are to U.S. military bases, they have um bigger clothing in those stores or bigger shoe sizes. Oh, yeah. You know, we noticed uh, we went to one. I forgot the mall name, but I'm sure it's similar to other areas right, right, like right. that. Um. Yeah, I was surprised to see so many larger sizes it wasn't just l or ll it was right. like you know three four five six l yeah i think i caught a five l sale mm-hmm. not sale um sign thing so yeah military base is another actually really good option mm-hmm. if you're in japan yeah and then um some western brands in the city would be like gap zara h&m forever 21 okay, okay. they do sell more western sizing is what they call it um but i still would say it's usually a size smaller so if you wear like a large in the states you'd probably be an extra large here even so with these stores the same. it's like i would call that inaccurate but it is inaccurate but they sell a little bit larger than like just their basic japanese stores here okay okay and mm-hmm. then some western online stores mod cloth um okay, asos okay. stuff I think like everybody that. knows asos at this point yeah um fashion nova if you shop online already which a lot of people mm-hmm. do just look for their global site and then the international shipping should be less yeah amazon japan and amazon also you know i know you mentioned them before but shout out to that site because they have a lot like amazon japan stays surprising me yeah actually that's where i get certain shoes that i need um that i don't want to ship from the states but they do sell larger sizes of shoes clothes undergarments all of that yeah you gotta dig but sometimes if you have some time like hit amazon japan and just like just go wild like go to random sections Mm -hmm. like it's really cool and it's usually not that expensive so you can kind of like just test it out and if you don't want it it's since it's in japan you can just ship it back easily so Okay, so let's talk about shoe sizes because not only are we tall, we also have bigger feet. And I mean, that comes with it. Like, (laughs) I mean, no, I know some tall people with shorter, I'm not shorter, smaller feet. You gotta, you gotta introduce me to these people. I don't know who these people are. 
All right. Well, it's not like I'm staring, but like sometimes people will tell me their shoe sizes and I'm like, wait, you're taller than me. Your foot's so small. But I don't actually tell them that, but it just kind of shocks me, you know? Yeah, I feel you. Like when we're sitting on the train sometimes, I'll just be looking at people's shoes like, what you got? What you got? What you got? Like, oh my God. No, because I like shoes. I think they're really interesting. You know, you wear them all day. So, Yeah. yeah. So even with shoes, um, with the women's shoes, they often stop at 25 centimeters, which is eight in women's U.S. That's not necessarily super small, but that is that's a strong cutoff. Yeah, it's not reflective of like everybody. I no, because I know people who are nines, tens, elevens, and I'm a 26.5. So Dang. I'm like a nine to 10 in women's and I'm just just there right that's like just over the cusp uh, so we have the same problem then yeah dang so for men's shoes it stops at 27 mm. and like that's that's us nine so in the states i'm like a 10 10 and a half to 11 depending on like narrow versus like you know long shoes or whatever so mm-hmm. i'm lucky if there's a 28 which is a 10 you know yeah and like oh my god it's so whack it's weird but like i said we are in a different country and their body sizes are different so i understand but it's still so shocking because it's like well there's a lot of foreigners here and you're only gonna get more so you know let's stop being in denial and let's just add it it's not just oh americans wanting to change things there's people coming from all over the world to japan true 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 and people are larger than i guess japanese people I not mean, people all but large it's in general i feel yeah. like that cutoff like it forces you to go through extreme measures to find things and even with shoes especially yeah. like if it's a japan specific thing i understand maybe not having as many sizes mm-hmm. but like if you're looking at some nikes or some adidas like come on you gotta it exists yeah you know like a 30 35 even i bet you exists, but you just don't carry it because you've never had someone like buy it yeah or maybe they're just used to being like i'll oh, just go online you that, know that's okay, usually that's the true. that's usually the expectation um but even here i take i stick to men's shoes i don't buy any women's shoes i have yet to buy a woman's shoe here because they just don't have my size mm. and i just wear sneakers and if i want a more feminine shoe i just go online and ship it over Mm-hmm. you know it kind of sucks because there's a lot of cute shoes and i'm like i want to wear that <laughs> but <laughs> you're just like ah give me give me gimme. yeah so i mean it's not the end of the world you know and okay so something that we would recommend is knowing three sizes on hand so you want to know your u.s size you want to know your like chinese size i guess it's like china asia china asia yeah like centimeters and then your euro size, just because depending on the store, they'll have like different measurements right. as the focus. And also where the shoe is manufactured, like it's mm-hmm. it's a pain. Because I remember I was buying the Nikes, like my little Nike Freeze. Yeah. And I was like, okay, these are narrow. Do y'all have this size? Luckily, they had it. But they had it based on the European size, not on the Japanese size or on the US size. That's And that was so weird because... Yeah. Like, and sometimes they don't even match because Euro is millimeter. I could go on a whole rant about this. So like US size, if it's a 10, it's anywhere from a 43 to a 45 in Euro. Okay. But then in Chinese and Asian, that's like 28.5 to 29. Mm. And 30 is definitely 11. But then 11 in the US is like 46, 47 in Europe. It doesn't make any sense. That's so inconsistent. It's 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 almost anxiety inducing when I see a pair of shoes because I'm like, oh, those look cool. <laughs> do I want to do like algebra? <laughs> Jeez, that's Man. practically what we do when we go shopping. That's why we don't normally go out shopping like all the time. And I'm sure people who are smaller, y'all are y'all are living it up in Japan oh, because yeah. if you're short shorter and if you're smaller, Japan is for you. Like if you're petite. And even if you have, you're petite and a little curvy, you can probably get by. It is the land for you. Because there's so many cute clothes. Like, 
regardless of gender i'm just like man i want <laughs> right just if you're here and you fit the criteria live it up and even if you're not here shit stick around let's see what happens <laughs> so let's recommend some shoes a uh, shoe shops shoe, sh- oh my, shoe yeah, shops it's hard to say i know shoe, shoe shop shoe shops i, I want to say shoe shops <laughs> hold on shoe and then shops shoe shoes oh, shops man, I, it trips me up all right. All right. On three. Ready? One, two, three. Shoe, Shoe shops. shops. I can't. That's hard. Wow. All right. I would out. recommend ABC Mart. Oh, that's a good one. It's like, I always say the colors of the logos, but it's <laughs> it's yellow and red. It's literally, it's like ABC. It screams at you. It, yeah, you'll see it. They're all over Japan. Um, are they like a discounted store? Uh, no. So oh. they, they have discounted sales. Okay. But okay. what they do is they collect shoes. So they don't oh. have like ABC Mart shoes, but it's kind of like Payless, but Payless makes their own like versions or oh. they'll like partner. But ABC Mart usually like, it's like an aggregator. Okay. Because yeah, okay, I do. see like a lot of different shoes there. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you just go into a sports store, they often have like your basic, you know, tennis shoes walking shoes mm-hmm. um i noticed they have larger sizes there too um and then just western brand stores like adidas nike those are often in the cities um but just know that not all stores even if they're a western brand store have big sizes in the store oh this is true yeah because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. they'll still cater towards japanese sizes because i mean i guess they sell more of those so it's it's probably that right um but usually they'll have an online component. Yeah. Know? And also like if it's a Japan specific product, like if it's a shoe model that you can't get anywhere else, because I know Japan is big on like streetwear and like fashion and stuff like yeah. that. So if it's like um like a Nike shoe that has like a zipper or something and that model in the States doesn't exist, it's only in Japan. Mm. If they don't go past 24 you gotta get a 24 like <laughs> like i mean yeah. don't don't like don't squeeze your foot well no i'm just saying like sometimes like you were saying even the western brands they'll do japan specific so mm-hmm. even if they don't carry the model you can get online but sometimes even the model is like nah man i'm sorry mm-hmm. this is just not for you yeah i mean it's fine it's it's no biggie it's not like a live or die situation so that's true Hope you're enjoying this episode. If you'd like to hear us ramble about another topic, head over to our Instagram and Twitter to suggest something or ask us a question. Subscribe and follow us on all our platforms to stay updated. Links will be in the description and let's get back to the podcast. All right, so I wanted to get into a little bit more of... I don't know sizes. You know, if you're okay. if you're into this conversation, we're gonna get a little bit more deep with it. Um, I wanted to talk about the concept of quote unquote Western sizes and why that's problematic. Um, and I just wanted to say, people in the West, like the U.S., Canada, Europe, all that, aren't the only ones with larger body frames and sizes. That's true. And I'm tired of seeing this whole promotion of like oh asian people are so small like even though we reference that a lot here it's because we're like actually tall people yeah there's a significant difference between us and most japanese people yeah but they also have a lot of tall people and also bigger framed people and when they're selling sizes here they're like oh this is western size western what they're practically saying is this is a bigger size this is for big people and the way they kind of frame that language is definitely fat phobic because they're like, oh, this is for people who, they you know, Japanese standard. Yeah, they're, you know, they're what do they like to say? Like people who are off their diet or whatever. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, that kind of language. And it's like, OK, you do understand that, like, people are actually bigger framed right and I've, them I've included talk to i had people say that shit to me like recently it was a little tea recently you know i was eating my little lunch and like man you eat a lot of food i'm like 
what they said that yeah they're like oh your meals are always so big i'm like i have one tupperware what are you talking about what do they eat they eat bentos which have like seven different sides and stuff in there okay and i'm like i got my little rice and my curry i got my like rice and fried chicken or whatever like how i don't know it was frustrating because i'm like you are a short person and you're gonna tell me and like compared to body ratio if i was your size i could see that but i don't know it's just like an old person being an old person Mm -hmm. i didn't like that but no i feel you it's like a oh off diet store ooh, or like a western size ooh. it's it's really weird and i i know what they're trying to get at it's mean Mm -hmm. and they like to push this idea that um they all have like the same size Oh, it's like homogenous. Yeah. And they, I will say the majority are similar. Like, you know, I'm not going to deny that. But I will say they are ignoring a huge population, even here in Japan, that are bigger just by like naturally, not even because of diet or whatever. So I think with this kind of language and like putting sizes in different stores, it restricts sizing like on purpose. It kind of prevents people from getting certain clothing and so that may be a way i'm just my opinion i feel like it's a way for them to police bodies to conform to a standard mm. oh yeah that These often is so bad out here in asia mm-hmm. promotes unhealthy body image and also unhealthy health practices for sure like beauty standards for like all genders here men women everybody else it's like man it's so hard to like stomach sometimes mm-hmm. especially seeing how they then they, it's not just like oh you got to be this like in most places and like you know especially in the states it's like oh you got to be this but then they cater to other sizes as well but like here it's like oh you got to be this and that's it and that's all you got like we're we're not gonna give you bigger sizes you gotta do it and it's like whoa it's kind of weird i know like um this is the time of year because it's you know summer where they're pushing the laser lipo they're pushing um you know the diet teas and (sighs) you know the tight leggings to make your legs look like a couple inches smaller and these advertisements often come like in little decals on mirrors or just like it's all over women's restrooms so yeah i mean we all know, like, society likes to tell women to be a smaller size and to look a certain way. Yeah. And here, they do it, and they kind of try to make it cute, which kind of annoys me. Because they're just like, oh, look, be super kawaii and skinny. And, you know, this is cute. And it'll always be, like, this girl who's, like, really frumpy and upset because she has a flabby arm and it's like, Wait. girl, you are still small. You're fine. Oh, man. But then literally the next photo is her like super happy. She's super kawaii and pretty. And her arm is like zapped away. You're just like, oh, okay. Didn't think I needed that, but apparently I do. So it's like they want you to Death Star your body. Pretty much. <laughs> and honestly, oh if that's God. what you want to do, no hate. I just hope you're happy. That advertisement is just uncomfortable to a certain point because it's like well you know if you don't have the money for that or if you just don't want to do that you just see it every year all year right and like it cycles in and out and like it doesn't even take into account like the mental part of the whole beauty standards or like weight or eating or anything like that like Mm -hmm. those are a couple of things that kind of bother me and especially for like male bodies here too People say that, like, oh, whatever, men can look like whatever. But, like, there's a lot of pressure for men, too. Like, in Japan, if you're not slim, like, flat, flat chested, flat, flat stomach, you're automatically, like, fat. Which is wild. Because, like, you know, I'm a little thick. I got a little belly. But, like, I've seen people who've known me for two years will just be, like, oh that's weird and they'll just look at me i'm like what are you looking at (laughs) i got a little belly i'm a little thick i got a little curvature on my shirt like what you 
I think it comes from them also being judged. And I'm not trying to say like they're not wrong for doing that. I just feel like a lot of times when people behave, it's just learned. Like they get it from other people. So then they try to like fix themselves. They try to, you know, fit the standard. Someone told them, oh, you know, you're looking a little chubby. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. So they go crazy and work out. But then they tell other people when they see them doing what they were doing and it's just projection it's them seeing themselves in you and they just haven't come to terms to accepting themselves and regardless whatever like whatever size they are it's frustrating because I don't like when people comment on people's bodies because you do not know where they're coming from their right. circumstance you don't know their health my thing is like if you're looking at somebody and you're like oh that's strange like number one it's my body like you have literally zero say in what goes on and this goes for mm-hmm. all people literally all people i don't i don't give a shit everybody but at the same time it's wild because like male bodies are also judged in that same way like i think sometime recently there was a survey of like oh what's the ideal like male something or whatever i heard something that was going around mm-hmm. japanese internet and it was like oh they got to be like you know graduate but still studying they got to be like you know small time uh <laughs> cafe shop person but they also got to be like super rich Wait, saving these up are money. body sizes no 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 hear me oh, out i was and like in what every is single one of these everybody mentioned like oh they have to have abs yeah they are huge here on abs with guys like they didn't mention like all these things are characteristics of like some dream ideal type or whatever every single person who was interviewed a majority of them said, oh, I want abs on a partner. Yeah. I mean, they can want that, but it's like, what are you doing? Like, if you're going to have these standards, you better be holding these standards to yourself. <laughs> that's all I have to say. That's true. That's true. You know, because I see a lot of, especially like when I was growing up, a lot of dudes would be like, oh, you know, I like girls who are super skinny and this and that. And now, you know, of course, they want the big butts and the big bre- whatever. It's changing. But. I would look at them and I'm like, but what are you doing? You know, because I don't see you doing anything. So that's on that. And I don't know. Yeah, really it's just care. people policing each other. I'm like, that is so unnecessary. I don't yeah. Know. So I feel like the clothing thing does go into that, especially what you're saying with the buildings, like being separate buildings. I'm, like I said, I only seen the Aoki. I only seen one of those. And all these <laughs> other stores, I'm like, damn they must exist somewhere like in the shadows because like i don't see well, them another thing is because we did prep pretty well uh, and yeah. we're not really into like always buying clothes because i know some people they need to buy clothes like every couple of weeks at least once a month we're like let's just buy it every season you know so i feel like we don't really push ourselves to go look for these mm. things i just don't care because i don't like a lot of clothing here so I'm that not is, like, oh, let me go to the yes. store because I'm like, what am I going to find? <laughs> yeah, that's also a true yeah. thing. And I usually try to wait until I go back to the States to do like a whole clothing haul and then just come back. Yeah, because then it's also like cheaper technically like to buy the actual clothing sometimes. Yeah, that's Actually. true. All right. So go. let's go a little bit deeper and let's talk about what is fat phobia because I know we've been mentioning this word and some of you may know some of you are probably like um that isn't that doesn't exist Brie what are you talking about and then some of y'all are probably like um I would like to know so let's talk about it irrational fear and dislike of fatness and fat bodies and all that encompasses fatness so whether that's like food that has fat all of that just it's almost kind of an obsession to avoid it and this honestly develops a lot in people especially like as they're growing up you know because fat is associated as a bad word or a bad thing to be so people avoid it so they develop this fear and dislike of it And this leads to discrimination of fat people, their bodies, their expression, their autonomy. And then it also imposes health and beauty standards that are unrealistic. 
Yeah, I was about to say those standards are all inherently problematic. Like, and not problematic in the oh my gosh, this is a problem. Like, nah, a lot of medical science and beauty standards are legitimately oppressive things. Like, they were made to control like what people look like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. learning more about it is so weird. And like that blowing up into like a wide scale dislike of larger people of all kinds like i don't know it's kind of weird yeah and i'm not over here saying like oh if you don't feel good or you feel unhealthy to stay that way because i know some people like to equate health with uh small but the thing is you can be healthy at a bigger size i know that's hard for some people to understand that was hard for me to understand because I would always think that thin is healthy. But that's also not the case because people do have health problems on the opposite end. But what I'm trying to say with all of this is it doesn't mean that everyone in the world has to be fat. But the thing is, there are people who are fat. And I'm saying this as just as it is. It's not a shameful word. I know a lot of people are reclaiming that word. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. And so the world does consist consist of bigger bodies. And so instead of shunning them for these assumptions that you have, because you're not their doctor, you know, you're not them. You're not living their body. You don't actually know if they feel bad. You know, they could be feeling the best that they have ever felt in their life. But a lot of people impose their stuff on them. And I just think if we just accept them and we allow them to express how they want, wear what they want, you know, let them have their autonomy. Because I know a lot of people will give unsolicited advice to bigger body people. Yeah. Sometimes um, I don't remember who posted this, uh, but I saw something where uh, this lady was mentioning people will say that, oh, you're so brave for like, you know, just being yourself. And she was like, "Nah, that's not it, you know? So I think that's another thing, too. It's like the unsolicited advice. That's a big deal because, you know, sometimes people just don't have to comment on you and your existence, like whether that's positive or negative. And people aren't asking for it. You know, like, did they ask you for your opinion? No, I'm honestly tired of hearing this about me. I'm tired of seeing it being done to other people. It's like, what did they do to you? If anything, you should look at yourself and be like, why am I so pressed about other people's bodies? Right. You know, because it's not affecting you. And if you think it does, you really need to check yourself. And like you were saying earlier, like, it's not a declarative statement that like, oh, you're fat phobic. You think that everybody in the world should be skinny. Like, nah, sometimes these things are just in learned, like learned opinions and learned preferences or whatever, whatever. So, yeah, it's just like. we're not saying everybody in the world has to be fat it's like bigger people fat people large people whatever you want to call them they exist they're people so like you know just let them live like and it's not just how hard is that it's not just all the gmos oh all the processed foods no bigger people have always existed since the dawn of fucking time Mm -hmm. so i don't even want to hear that so (laughs) i want to know ishish do you think japan is fat phobic though now, that is a very interesting question because there it, it's got two prongs, right? Now, I think Japan is fatphobic in its systemic structure. I don't think it's fatphobic as a culture because they like sumo. Oh, yeah, that's true. They have sumo wrestlers. Right, and sumo, sumo is definitely sexist. Like, let's, I'm just going to put <laughs> that Let's not there. even go there yet. That is, yeah. No, they appreciate bigness to a certain extent and but only circuit certain circumstances right, right 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 and i was gonna say because japan is very very situational i think in certain situations you know if you have a uh, bigness of certain body parts then they're like oh that's great or if you're a sumo wrestler they're like oh that's great but like when it comes to their image or when it comes to like how they operate as a society I would say on one level, yes. On the other level, not really. Because it's compartmentalized. That's what they do. Mm. So for me, it's a 50-50. It's like more so yes, Mm -hmm. but like sometimes no. I'm just going to say yes 
and this is not to offend any Japanese person whatsoever. Right. Um, and I know this is a generalization and I hate making those, but I do think um, their society, like their social norms, do carry fat phobia. As a broad statement, I would whether, say. Like whether it's intentional or not. And that's why I say it's not people's fault. I do think it's what's pushed. And the reason why I say that is because when I see people here and how they move and like what they do and how they eat and the way they dress and how they look at certain people who are mm. bigger bodied, I do see a shunning of bigger bodies here. I do see mockery. I see bullying. I see these things because the person's bigger. Yeah. And sure. so that's why I would say that Japan as a whole tends to be very fat phobic. And I think it's mostly because it's just a conformist type of culture. So if the majority is doing it, they, you know, they're just like, you know, well, I don't want to stick out. It's not good to stick out here is what I've learned. It's also traditionalist too. Like if, yeah, if you have a long standing tradition of being like, oh, well, we're this very, 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 very few people are going to, you know, stand up and be like, well, let's change that. Like, like yeah. you said, standing out is not necessarily a positive trait when it comes to collectivist cultures mm-hmm. or traditionalist cultures. And also, I will say, even if they want to stick out, they may be shy. They may be, you know, introverted. And I can relate because I can be a, I'm a very reserved person and mm-hmm. I used to have shyness issues. But this is why I want to talk about this stuff, because I don't have that type of oppression here. I am a foreigner, so I if I speak out, it's not seen as bad as if a Japanese person were to speak out. I do know that they have more things against them if they do. Yeah, there's different social roles and stuff. Exactly. And so that's why I want to talk about these things. And I know if we have any Japanese listeners, I'm not trying to offend you. This is just our perspective. And I do know that there are some Japanese people who talk about this and they're nervous and they try to go to like the inner city to express themselves you know in Harajuku and all that stuff and wear all their cool clothes and I when I go there I'm like wow there's so many different sizes of bodies and everyone's dressed their unique way and if only I saw that when I went back home hours away that whole compartmentalization Mm -hmm. thing like it's oh in this place you can go be you but when you leave that place you better fucking figure your shit out it's Mm -hmm. like you know that's 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 what's fucked up that's what i think is fucked up it's like it's okay for some things but not all things like i don't Mm -hmm. know i can't get with that it's confusing especially as um american foreigners i understand it and i respect people here regardless i'm just like you know y'all can think that y'all can do that i'll respect you as long as you don't come at me i have no problems with you and i'll just do me you know so I also wanted to ask, do you think they should carry bigger sizes regardless of the Olympics or because there's foreigners around? Do you think Japan should carry bigger sizes? Without a doubt, yes. Same. Like there's yes. there's no reason not to if they're in production. There's no reason not to if it's easy to get. There's no reason not to if you can import it. There's no there's literally no good reason not mm-hmm. to carry bigger sizes. Like even if there was no foreigner here, there was no Olympics, I see bigger Japanese people 1, here. 1000%. And I always I want to be like, where do you get your clothes cuz like right, I need right, to right, go right. there. Um but I do know like I said that the whole um language here that is very awkward you don't really approach people right and but, also it'd be weird if you're just like hey where do you shop yeah and they're like, gonna be like oh is it because i'm bigger you know i don't want to yeah, make you, them feel <laughs> yeah, bad because i know how that feels on the opposite end but i do see i see y'all and i you know i think there should be bigger sizes in more stores right and bigger people aren't bad people i think there's another like correlation that people make Nah, people are people. Like bad people are bad people, regardless. Of yeah, regardless how they of size, gender, we did a whole color. Episode about toxic people, check it out. But no, bad people are bad people. Bigger people are just larger. Like leave them alone. Yeah, you know, leave people alone. Shit. <laughs> Shit. PSA. <laughs> All right, so let's close off this episode with 
how we stay confident in a fat phobic country like Japan. Are you just going to say it? Yeah, I am. Because it, it, like I said, that's my opinion. All right. And I am free to express my opinion. How do we stay confident in this country? All right. How do you do it? Well, first off, I'm not the most confident person, <laughs> but I'm working on it. And things that help me is wearing what I want, hmm. like without thinking what people are going to think of me hmm. Hmm. or how hmm. they're going to look at me. Just wear what I want. If I love it, if I feel comfortable, that really helps. Hmm. Okay. I like that. Wear what you want. Yes. And then do you like whatever you want to do, what you want to wear within your own safe realm. If you do you, you're going to walk with confidence for sure. Yeah. And then find some supportive friends, um, whether it's here while you're in Japan or wherever you live. Like if you have a little crew, you know, y'all are going to compliment each other. Y'all are going to gas each other up and y'all are going to be happy. <laughs> and that's a way to stay confident. Like if your friends like what you're wearing, if you like what they're wearing, y'all can yeah. bounce off. It's nice to be like, I like your fit. You know, it's a good feeling. Yeah. I feel you. Okay. Let's see. What do I got? Things to do to stay confident. Knowing that I'm different helps a lot. Like, you know, identifying that for sure. Like, okay. you know, I am not normal compared to like most people are in my surrounding. Just recognizing that, like, you know, I have a different kind of body and that everybody's body is different. So that's one thing that helps me is that, like, you know, wh whatever works for me is not going to work for my neighbor. It's not going to work for you. It's not going to work for my coworkers. Yeah. You know, it's not going to work for younger people, older people, whatever. So that's mm -hmm. one thing. Another thing is um, finding resources. Uh, yeah so that okay. helps me stay confident because if i could not find a goddamn t-shirt oh, oh i would i would be so sad <laughs> like so i i get it like yeah when i'm trying to find some things online sometimes it, it is harder because not every store has online stores yeah and it's exhausting and sometimes when you're not feeling hot and you're like okay let me get all my sizes let me measure myself and let me add the numbers it, it or like can be... if you have to go out to the store mm -hmm. that's the whole thing but so, yeah resources yeah. are important yeah so just knowing that my body is different having resources i think those are the two most important things to me okay. like you know how you're saying like do what you want wear what you want like yes live your truth and then also for me you know i need i need resources personally mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna look up these stores that we're talking about like yes um find out where they are in our area yes and i'll actually link an article that showed me some of these stores and they actually posted a lot more. I didn't want to go too in depth because, you know, there's an article and it's helpful. And I'm also going to write something about this too. So check it out. Okay, okay. Um, I did want to add a couple more things to stay confident in Japan. Right, what else you got? Don't let the social pressures get to you. Hmm. You know, I know they're there and do what you can in your circumstances. So maybe you can't do it in your workplace, but maybe you can do it at home. Maybe you can do, you can wear what you want when you go to the market or when you hang out that's with your true, friends. That's true, that's true, your safe you know? spaces. Yeah, your safe spaces. Just because one place doesn't allow you to, doesn't mean you can't do it outside of that. Right, you're still a free ass human being. Yeah, and then don't let the ads get to you. Ads in general, yeah. you know, they're just trying to profit off of your insecurities. Ooh. So if you see them, just pass on by. You know, you can't live a life without ads unless you go off grid. So just get better at avoiding them. I'm going to need you to say that one more time. What did you say about ads and insecurities? Oh, ads and companies are just there to profit off of your insecurities. If that is not the truest shit. I, that, I mean, that's how they get the money. They get it's you to feel true. bad. And then you're like, oh, I need to buy this. And then they're like, ha ha ha, what's my riches? And you know what's <laughs> crazy? That's almost worked on me a couple of times. I'm like, dang, I really need that. Mm. And when I think about it, I don't need that shit. You don't need I it. I just want it. Yeah. Like, I mean, but also if you want to get what you want. But no, like, that's true. But sometimes I'm like, dang, I think that would look really good on me. And I'm like, why would I think that would look really good on me? I don't, sometimes I just need extra clothes. And I look in my closet and I got all these clothes there I that know. I like, rarely wear. So it's like, mm -hmm. anyway, sorry. No, that that really hit. It's true. And then learn how to cope. You mm. know, if you start big, to see big, yourself big kind of getting really down about these things, it happens. Like your feelings are valid. Just Make sure you're coping, learn 
how to do that. Maybe hit up a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, true, true. Just because your mental health is important and you deserve to live your life. You deserve to live. And social pressures shouldn't get in the way of that. And as you're coping, you're going to accept your body more. And then your confidence is going to increase. And you're just going to be living good. You know, you're going to have bad moments, but that's not the end of the world. Right. Yeah. And I think on the note of mental health too, check in, you know, check in with friends, check in with people, you know. Yes. Uh, check if, in with each other. Yeah. If you have a friend who, you know, like, fuck it. If you have a friend, you know, is traveling or if you have a friend, you know, is like working all the time, just check mm-hmm. up. Be like, hey, how are you doing? You know, because yeah. like little things like that could make somebody's day you never know true because some people have talked to me and i'm like oh thank you i needed that yeah and it's so random like Mm -hmm. you make connections that way too so yeah that i think that's all i got but i do believe if you have the information in this resource Mm -hmm. like share you know yeah definitely and if you like this episode definitely give us a like leave us a comment if you had any questions yes leave them if you have any criticisms or disagreements leave them too just you know be respectful you know we're all here out to learn and we're just sharing opinions you're welcome to share your opinion as well but i hope you like the episode and stay tuned for more okay bye everyone Bye. thanks for listening to the abnormal japan podcast stay tuned for future content by following us on instagram twitter and facebook Support us by leaving us a review, sharing us on your socials, or even joining the Abnormie community on Patreon. Until next time.